0: a slow pour call me Mordecai because I am three finger brown
1: I like it i don't, I don't even get that
0: he he's a uh, a famous old pitcher like. Like back in the time, the he, had th- he, had, he had three fingers. Yeah, remember they those nicknames back then. Like, hey, this guy's three fingers. We'll call him uh, Three Finger Brown, or he's got red
1: hair. He's red. Right. Right. Yeah, call him Rusty. What's Rusty. up, Rusty? <laughs> right. yeah. um, hey, that said, daily. I'm Brian Beckner. This is the Baller Lifestyle from the This is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Welcome. Uh, It's episode 14. Episode 13 was fucking epic in my opinion. Somebody – hey, Ed, somebody – a friend of mine told me that I – that it makes them uncomfortable how much I curse on this show. What kind of friend is this? I don't know if it's a bad friend. A bad guy, obviously. <laughs> I, what, I mean people – I'm just trying to speak how I normally speak. People say curse words, right? Yeah. This isn't – what era is this? Right. Exactly. Well, the – Episode 13 was fucking great. I thought it was probably the best one we've done. You and I were typically incredible. Yep. Uh, but we we did our an extra segment where we had a special guest. Had some s- technical difficulties with my main man Jason Stewart's microphone. A lot of people wanting to know why he called in from inside of a fishbowl. <laughs> his head in a trash can.
0: Yeah, he did sound like he had a bucket on his head.
1: Oh, it was did not sound very good, but the content was excellent, I thought. Fancy Sauce did a great job. Ed Daly did a great job. Jason Stewart did a great job. So uh, I was really proud of episode 13. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. What you should do is just subscribe on iTunes and then it just shows up. and You don't have to really worry about getting it. You just have it. So do that. Um, what's going on? What we're, we're at some point we're going to get to the NCAA tournament. Of course, we're not going to talk about who's going to win because nobody fucking knows that. And that that's the least interesting topic that there is. Uh, but we will definitely hit on the NCAA tournament Up and people are like, I got 12 brackets. I filled out my, I haven't filled out a bracket and I'll take it a step further. I'm not, I haven't filled out a bracket guy. I haven't looked at a bracket guy. I don't know what team is where, I kind of know the number one seeds. I like UCLA. That's all I know. Um, also, coming up a little bit later, the bachelor's over, which is pretty, which is equal parts depressing and re- leaving a relief. It's a relief to me that I don't have to watch that thing anymore. Uh, but it was big. A lot of people found this show via the Bachelor. And the, you know, the day of Ed, the day it's this is, I don't know to be proud of this or to be uh, embarrassed or I don't, I'm, I'm I don't, I'm guessing, even,
0: I'm guessing this is gonna be something embarrassing because nobody says that and then they're proud of it.
1: I don't even know how to process this. Okay. You know how we, uh, we missed a week two weeks ago? We did a show last week, but the week before we didn't do a show because I didn't pay my internet bill.
0: That is correct.
1: Came clean on the show last week. Well, the, our most downloaded show, last I checked by like twofold, was the show from the week before. Let me explain. Mm-hmm. We didn't do a show for almost two weeks and then got the most downloads we ever had. In one day. So the <laughs> point is, is that I think the key to getting people to listen to what we do is to not do this anymore.
0: <laughs> we we could be the most popular thing ever if we just stopped doing it altogether.
1: Right. And I was really – I'm like nobody – I was like looking. Did anybody like tweet it? Like Jason Stewart retweeted me a couple times promoting the show and Jason Stewart has like a 20,000 followers and we did not get a bump. Out of that, that I noticed. But the week before, when no one talked about the show, no one with any followers said anything. We didn't make a show. We didn't do anything.
0: <laughs> so had, the, the week before the the unpaid bill,
1: right? The, okay. Yes, the show we did before the unpaid bill. So the week of the unpaid bill, we had our we had our miraculous and and stellar number of downloads. And the only thing I can think, you know, it was the day – it was Monday, March 10th, which was the day of the final episode of The Bachelor. And I feel like some housewives were bored around the house and they got on their iTunes and they just searched for Bachelor-related topics, podcasts. (laughs) And they – I must have had in the description that there was – part of the show was about The Bachelor and that somehow got us a whole bunch of new hits. So it's interesting how the internet works. I'll never understand it because I'm too old and too stupid.
0: <laughs> I have a feeling there's quite a few angry yentas after uh, after our discussion.
1: Right. I don't think they found <laughs> what they were looking for, but we need to find <laughs> out. Like you know, the whole SEO, search engine optimization, and all that. We need to start like saying stuff that's popular, right. like Bieber. Just to, I'll just. Put hashtag Bieber in every single podcast – description of every podcast we do. That's right. Because I feel like he's pretty well searched. And and like
0: we could put The Voice or Dancing with the Stars. Just yeah. all the all these shitty shows yeah, that everybody all, watches. Yeah, all the big
1: shows. That's a good idea. Um, St. Patrick's Day, did you – can we get past that? You didn't do anything, right? You're too old for that shit. You went out, didn't you?
0: I went out for lunch. I, I had a I had some beers with with a buddy for lunch. That was it.
1: That's not too bad. Was it raging though? A lot, St. Patrick's Day is an all day thing. I imagine there's a big Irish population in Hoboken, New Jersey. I'm sure
0: it was, but I I much prefer the company of myself. So I I had a Guinness or two last night by myself. <laughs> was, that was that was the big the big wild day. But yeah, it's 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 fun. It's fun to have an excuse to go out drinking, but at the same time, uh Saint Patrick's Day is just the worst amateur hour. So mm-hmm. I got I got my uh conversing with others part of the day accomplished and then I was happy to just be by myself at night.
1: Uh yeah, I like I like hearing that. I agree. Um here's another thing. You're a Knicks fan. You got Phil Jackson coach or president of your team right now. Is that feel like this has been way too publicized. People are way too excited about this. Is, is there anything that excites you about that? Well,
0: I read this commentary piece a few days ago, and it's spot on. The Knicks owner is the fucking worst, and he's 59 years old, and he's going to live to 120. So the next best thing is to have somebody essentially renting the Knicks from him. So he's got a five-year deal. So at worst – You've got Phil Jackson who's calling the shots instead of this goon, James Dolan. Um I, I wouldn't say this equals Phil Jackson on the bench or anything like that. But anything is an upgrade over James Dolan. He's just he's yeah. the absolute worst. You're already so, in
1: the worst case scenario. I do like that they're like, he's gonna, you know, he's gotta get Carmelo Anthony to listen or whatever. They're gonna obviously they're gonna resign Carmelo Anthony because they can pay him the most money. But I feel like Carmelo Anthony is gonna become Carmelo Anthony's expiring contract the moment he signs the papers. Signs no. the contract.
0: He's he's actually having a great year. It's just the supporting cast is horrendous. Yeah. Well, like he could, he's he's he he's,
1: he's been
0: he's been playing no, but he's been playing a more well rounded game for the last few years. The rap on him was he was just a gunner, but like he's He's a legitimate, like, great player. He's just not on the level of LeBron James that could like make everyone that much better. Right. So he, he without a good, players, without a good supporting cast, he's just a guy filling up the stat sheet.
1: Well, I do like that they have my guy, my favorite guy, J.R. Smith. I love and him. I feel like they should just roll the ball like they're, they're losing, Just roll the ball out to him and just let him shoot every shot because that's fun to watch for me. J.R. Swish.
0: Yeah, he's a, he's, awesome. he's a chucker,
1: he's awesome. Okay, another topic we need to get out of the way. It's I feel like no one even cares anymore. There's a fucking jetliner that took off, over a week ago, nearly two weeks ago, and nobody knows where the fuck it is.
0: You want you want to know where it is? Because I I know.
1: I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Well, I think we'll, we probably both right. know
0: where it is. I, yeah, you can you can tell everyone.
1: It's at the fucking bottom of the ocean. Exactly. It's here. It, people want to like over explain, and there's this hijack, and blah blah, it turned around. I feel like there might have been like a Payne Stewart situation, right? Where the thing depressurized, you know, there might have been a fire, so it's sending out all this information that people are now interpreting as real information, and it went somewhere, and it thankfully didn't crash in a populated place, and it's at the bottom of the ocean. But what's more so, no aliens didn't get it, and no, the f- captain wasn't a f- secret Al Qaeda member. Or, no, it, that's all a bunch of bullshit. It's at the bottom of the ocean. Why? Because that is the most reasonable thing to think. It's always, always, always the simplest answer. And maybe it's not, but there's no reason to think that it's not. So I, yeah, I blame one
0: thing for for this news story just perpetuating is the TV show Lost. Oh De- I never down, watched that show. I, I watched a season of it and then I realized that it is horribly overrated. That All the characters uh, talk to each other by saying their names. So it'd be like every time I spoke, so Brian, this is what we do. You know no, what I'm saying, Brian? No, I would like, kill myself. Yeah, they did that all the time and people oh are like like, what, what's smart writing? It's like, no, nobody uses each other's names that no, much. never. So th- that's why I bailed on the show. Too much usage of names.
1: That is a great – great reason oh, now I'm glad I never watched it and I never will uh, I will never catch never, up on Netflix
0: never never do that binge watching it's it's full of names and garbage right but but people won't admit it because they know they'll sound like an idiot if they say it out loud but I think people are just kind of hoping that these people are on an island yeah. and crazy shit is happening but like it's not happening and no. even in the like the most optimistic scenario where terrorists landed it on this like remote island and it if they did yes. and they're not, and they're not making demands for like we want this for these people's right. lives means they just wanted the plane and those innocent people are executed so yeah. either way there's no there's no happy ending for this terrorists, everyone everyone's dead
1: terrorists take credit for things yeah that you know they don't like you don't steal a fucking full jumbo jet full of people and keep it under wraps right it just you know there's no it's at the bottom of the ocean. It will be found eventually, and I'm not really into any conspiracy theories, although I should put this in. I feel like people would be looking for podcasts about this. So when I write the description, I put, should yeah. put like, what's the Co- commonly – what's the common way people are referring to this? Uh. Asian jetliner?
0: Malaysian jetliner. Just throwing the TV show Lost too. Has, yeah,
1: hashtag Lost.
0: Yeah, hashtag names.
1: Yeah, we we might come back to the missing plane at some point. Okay. Um, let's let's take a break because we got a lot of stuff to get into. I feel like that opening went really well.
0: It was probably our strongest opening to date. Yeah,
1: it's our strongest episode for sure already. Yeah, I thought although I thought episode thirteen was really strong, but apparently. People (laughs) really, really liked episode 12, (laughs) which is – which was also really good. Like I like that one too.
0: It was great, but it was our second best episode because we've we've just gotten
1: better. Whichever one we're working on is the best one. Uh, When we come back, we're talking NCAA tournament. We're going to put our little twist on it because we don't care who's going to win. Although I'm going to put this in the description too, NCAA tournament, because I feel like people are going to search that.
0: Hashtag experts.
1: Yeah, tweet me stuff to put in the description, although this will be out by the time you read. Oh, it's so confusing. Hey, do you want to get – hold on. Do you want to feel like – do you want me to give you a compliment right now or say something that will make you feel sort of good about yourself, Ed?
0: Sure, sure.
1: Somebody – I was talking to somebody in my office today. Okay. And they're like, hey, I followed that guy Ed Daly on Instagram, the guy you do your show with. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, he needs to post more. Uh, He's really funny.
0: What I'll say to that is you wouldn't think I'm so funny if I posted all the time.
1: (laughs) That's right. Leave him wanting more. You get
0: (laughs) it. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. You get
1: it. You are funny on Instagram. Uh, Okay. We'll take a break. When we return, we're talking NCAA tournament. And especially since the bachelor's over, this is what I was trying to get to in the first place. And if I was a little more professional, I would have come back to it. But you know, my, I've done a lot of things that make my short term memory not so good. <laughs> the whole point of me bringing up that bachelor, there is no more bachelor, was to, to preview that what fancy, our bachelor correspondent, everybody's favorite, Fancy Sauce, she's gonna be here, she's gonna do a pop culture report. Uh, in place of the bachelor report so we'll have fancy on uh to talk pop culture and we're going to do we're going to preview we might not i don't know i might edit this part out but we're going to start a sex and relationship column on the website theballerlifestyle.com fancy sex so that's something we can talk about um because we're going to watch your submissions and if we don't get enough then we'll just answer other people's sex questions from other advice columns Pretty sure that's legal. (laughs) Um, All right. Hold on. Brian and Ed, ballerlifestyle.com. This is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We'll be right back. (laughs) back baller lifestyle podcast from the ballerlifestyle.com Brian Beckner Ed Daly thanks for joining us episode 14 really stoked everybody's here. Let's get into it Ed NCAA tournament have you completed I know you you're doing a post for the ballerlifestyle.com that's gonna break down every game in the first round. But are you a guy that fills out a bracket? Is that is that something that's important to you? Well,
0: I I I do like a little friendly uh, wagering, so I will fill it out. I haven't. I, I've kind of filled out one just as I was doing my preview, so I like picked the first round games. Yeah. But uh, I don't. I'm not a bracket guy. I'm not a guy that talks about no. his bracket because just like just like your kids. Really, consider how much other people care about about hearing about your bracket or hearing about your fantasy football team like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it's only for you
1: are you um hey, you want to hear my five twelve upset <laughs> yeah,
0: people love that, and
1: people love yeah. to
0: I've watched games over the years at a bar, and there's nothing worse than when you're watching a potential upset, like Duke might be on the ropes and yeah. Most people are clearly cheering for the worst sports team known to man to lose. Oh, yes. of course. And then there's one guy like, oh, no, I got them going to Final Four. Like, they're going to yeah. break my bracket. Yeah. Like, well,
1: who gives a yeah. fuck about your bracket, buddy? Yeah, yeah. You, you printed something off from the – you printed a bracket from CBSSports.com right. and you wrote some team names on it and now it's really, really important. You know what? Hey, I got an idea. Get a fucking eraser.
0: Yeah, and you weren't going to win Warren Buffett's thing. Nobody has ever predicted every game. That's just a big, uh, just just uh, they they might as well dangle. Uh, You can own the uh, the nation of you can you can own Italy if you fill out all their picks right. Like it's nobody's ever predicted every
1: course. Right, I'll give you the moon. The actual you can have the moon.
0: You can you can have the moon and have sex with every woman of your choosing tomorrow.
1: Yes, you can bang a young Cindy Crawford.
0: Elle McPherson in her prime. Like, wh- uh, whatever you want. But guess what? You're not going to get it right. And, like, even if you're having a very good bracket, like, it's going to be what, 80% right, 70% right. Like, you're not going to get every pick. So, like, yeah. stop telling people where your bracket's busted. Oh, my West region's ruined. Like,
1: yeah. guess what? And your net... What you're never gonna get is me to give a fuck. So don't tell me about it. It's not I'm not interested. No one is. No one gives a fuck about your bracket. And so And you weren't gonna win mean, anyway.
0: Dolores from accounting wins every year. So Of course. So does, of course. It doesn't even matter. You weren't gonna win. Of course.
1: Um I used to know a guy that his office had a um First prize for the best bracket, you know, it was like an office pool and like the winning bracket got like, I don't know, a few hundred bucks. Right. It might have been like 500 bucks. Right. But the losing bracket, the worst bracket. Yeah. Got like 40 bucks and it was 20 bucks to enter. So every year he would just fill, get like have all the 16 seeds go to the final four just pick all losers cuz he would double his money every year. Yeah, you you could definitely win that way. I mean, that's a guaranteed way to win. Totally <laughs> worth it. Something to think about. But we and we talked about this last week. I do like that my man John in Fullerton sorted you out. He'd read the Bounty Hunter series of books.
0: Mm.
1: And he tweeted to us that in fact it was Dangar, mm. someone I don't know who that is. <laughs> I'm not like <laughs> I I yeah, know who is. You're, you're, you're really straightening I, me out. I know Salacious Crumb. You know Gamorian guards. Like I know. I actually know who, who
0: Dangar is because I used to have. You t- I have the figures, and i got God. I remember the figure. He's one of those. Well, he, he's like half wrapped like a mummy. I think if if memory serves correctly with my stuff.
1: Uh, is he also a bounty bounty hunter?
0: I think he's like part of the crew. Yeah, the bounty.
1: Wow, you were going deep. Like growing up. It, like, I picture your childhood being like that movie, The Toy, like you grew up in a big, palatial no, estate. Certainly not, but... <laughs> you had Dengar!
0: But I wasn't into G.I. Joe, I wasn't into wrestling, like Star Wars was my thing. I didn't have Transformers, I had Star Wars figures, yeah. so I just remember yeah. the 75 or so that I did.
1: 75? I don't, I don't know, 60. Child of privilege! <laughs> wow! Yeah. <laughs> Must have been nice little Lord Fauntleroy. Did your <laughs> did your um spats and monocle get in the way of all your of all your Dengar that's all, figures? That's
0: all I got for like 5 years. That's all the only thing I got. I never had any I didn't have a Millennium Falcon. I never had any spaceships. I just had the figures. Yeah. That's it. The guys. I had the Falcon. Yeah.
1: Well, that was like the one thing I had was the Falcon. And it wasn't that cool. You know, it wasn't really um true to size. You know, it wasn't to scale. Right. You know, so your guys could stand up in it, but they were like bigger. They would stand up out of it. You know, <laughs> yeah. Chewy. Wasn't that cool? Chewie
0: wasn't sitting
1: comfortably. Chewie was super tall. So we were talking number one seeds, and then you came up with a good idea. Well, we were
0: talking fan fiction, but yeah, yeah. I just wanted to point that out. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was Dengar. I knew it was. A, I knew he blew it up with a thermal detonator. Yeah, but I don't. I didn't okay. know who. Okay, let's who, let's, who brought let's just take a break. <laughs> Apparently, it was Dangar. Yeah. The guy you had the action figure of that brought back to life the greatest bounty hunter in the galaxy, Boba Fett. All right. Fancy. You know who wasn't the greatest bounty hunter in the galaxy? Greedo. Greedo. Also, here's – you could probably sort this out for me. Han wastes Greedo. He shot first? At the Mose Isley Cantina. Up for some debate. People say Greedo shot first. But then later they roll out. I don't know if this was just in the Blu-ray release. I don't remember it in the original. Also, I don't remember how I saw the original Star Wars. Star Wars, because I was only like three years old when it came out, and we didn't have a VCR. Tonight. No, but I think
0: TV. They they didn't
1: have much. They to show. On TV? They showed
0: Wizard of Oz, Gone with the Wind, and Star Wars.
1: Oh, that could be it. Um, yeah, because I was always, I'd always seen the movies. Anyways, at some they, at some point they they roll out to the Falcon to like rap with Jabba and there's another Greedo looking dude my question is and all calm down nerds okay I don't know this nerd shit I know there's a simple answer there's is so there's multiple Greedos like Greedo is just like one of his kind of dude and there's all sorts of them like kind of like Stormtroopers I don't know (laughs) You don't know. <laughs> we're getting <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I know you I know you had a Greedo action figure, that's sure. for sure. Did you have multiple?
0: Yeah. No, I didn't have multiple Greedos. And also, right. so, let's, yeah. let's let's just remind everybody that uh this is not a Star Wars fan fiction
1: show. Like, we're- somebody sort me out on Greedo though. I just thought of it and I've always wondered. Okay. Um, so what we were thinking of other brackets to do and Ed, you came up with one, what is it? Worst
0: sitcom kid. We can call it the uh, Cousin Oliver Invitational.
1: I like it. Now, I'll, I'm going to give you my... Yeah, give me your one seeds. One through my, my number one seeds in all the regions. And I want to go first because I know you have better recall for this. Uh-huh. And you're, we might have a couple crossovers, sure. but yours are going to be better. Okay. Number one. He might be the number one seed in the tournament. Uh, he was a ginger. He uh-huh. single-handedly destroyed... One, one of every kid's favorite show my number
0: one overall seed
1: brought brought Dixie Carter into the mix with them the whole thing was bad she was an aerobics instructor there was no more 80s occupation than aerobics instructor of course i'm talking about sam mcKinney portrayed by unlo- unlovable demon ginger danny cooksey who's a, who's apparently a southern orange county resident i'm to understand Uh, on the television show. I believe he came on in season five. That shitty shitty
0: Dutch boy haircut.
1: Yeah, after – eventually he he had a mullet. Well, he had a mullet in T2, right? Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, T2. He was in T2? He was the guy who uh,
0: Furlong and him
1: um, ripped off the ATM. And
0: then I think he was maybe like caused a distraction when he was at the arcade.
1: That's right. I re- yes, you're right. Uh, yeah, Sam McKinney. He sucked. He really. I think they brought him in. Ratings were sagging. They brought him in to sort of spice things up, and really bad production decision. Yeah. Also, probably a good indicator that lots of dudes in the 80s were doing cocaine because producers are like, you know what we need? <laughs> we, hey, man. We need, you know what we need? <laughs> we we got to get us a kid, a cute little like this guy. They're looking at pictures. They're like, this is the guy we need right here. And, and that's how we ended yeah. up with Sam. McS1. We need
0: a little ginger hayseed that plays the guitar every once in a while.
1: Oh, he played the guitar. <laughs> that's right. He sang. <laughs> they, they
0: like crowbarred like different reasons for him to play the guitar. Hey, mama. And then he would play the guitar. It was awful.
1: He he was awful. Number two might be controversial. Jonathan Bauer from Who's the Boss. My number two seed as well. He was a big whiner. Not tough. Like really just didn't really have – offer anything. Also distracted a lot of screen time from – I forgot her name. Alyssa Milano. Sam, Sam, Masselli, Alyssa Milano, who was a super fucking babe. Alyssa Milano is one of those ones that she was like, you know, it's not yes. pervy because you were of the same age at the four, time. She was 14 and I was like 12 right. or 11. And I was super into her. Like everybody, every guy at my school thought she was super hot. And now she's like 42 and she's still just smoking hot. She's really, really gone the distance for me uh love me some Melissa milano he was a real tattletale and, tale too right yeah real complainer just a real wuss he really sucked his name was jonathan
0: i don't even think you know, his grandma mona even
1: liked him no mona mona who was a slut right. was not into him you know that always made me even as a kid i'm like what who who wants to bang this like 68 year old lady like why is she always talking about having sex that's just, i was disgusted by it as a child <laughs> Uh Jonathan Bowers my other number 1. Here's another number 1 seed also might be controversial. Mike Seaver. I I thought he was really cool as a kid. Were you talking the, the actor or the the character? The character, that's a character's name, right? Mike Seaver as portrayed by Kirk right. Cameron.
0: Uh, Kirk Cameron is for sure a number 1 seed awful person. But
1: Yeah, he's the he's the worst. <laughs> he might be the worst. He's he's, he's the second Half of his career has been completely devoted to making a series of movies about how he and people that he deems fit are all going to be taken up to heaven and the rest of us are going to be, quote, left behind. Like we're all so shitty and so hedonistic and such heathens that we're going to be left in this shithole earth place while him and all his bros get to bounce off to the nether worlds. I, but he he was a douche. Like y- you thought he was cool when you were a kid. Admit it. Yeah. Uh,
0: yes. Yeah. He was like the bad boy. Yeah. Like. Had a perm. He had a perm. <laughs> but I think what made him cool and I, I made this note is I think you could make an entire bracket full of the Growing Pains kids.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. And
0: yeah. Carol Seaver. Awful, whiny nerd. Yeah, Ben was super annoying. Ben was pretty much the most annoying kid on the planet, and he had a really gross mullet. He sucked. And when they added Chrissy, she was the worst kid addition uh, after Sam McKinney, probably.
1: Completely forgot S- about that.
0: She sassed every line. It was, she really hammed it up. So that and the mom was was pretty. Only Alan Thick was all right.
1: You know, you know, Alan Thick really got that hair done perfectly, and really was feeling himself for the day that uh, Playboy playmate Julie McCullough made her the appearance oh, yeah. in her arc as Mike Seaver's girlfriend. Oh yeah, because that was that was eighties hotness right there, and you know, Alan Thick, Robin Thick's dad, right, was looking to get a piece of that. Sure. Uh, now, and my number this is my number 1 overall seed it might be a sleeper for a lot of people. A lot of people don't remember this show. It was syndicated. It was on in the afternoon usually. It was really horrible. Really horrible, but it kind of goes under the radar cuz it wasn't a network thing. The show was called Small Wonder. Oh. It was about a robot girl and her brother. I'm I Jamie Jamie was the kid. Yeah, the character, Jamie from Small Wonder, by far the worst sitcom kid in history. And thankfully for all of us, uh, as of May 31st, 2012, he was homeless and living under a bridge. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just read. Former TV actor Jerry Superian. The non-robot child on syndication mainstay Small Wonder is currently living under a bridge in Central California. The result of years of incipient financial ruin and vulnerable human decisions involving strippers. Um, I love knowing that. I hope to God it's true. Um he was because he was the worst he was, he was awful he, was, he
0: couldn't hit his cues like i don't know shit about acting but i knew it was very wooden with that kid he was more wooden than the awful wooden actor who played the robot
1: yeah he would look at the camera <laughs> he was really really just awful doughy. terrible he was doughy yeah doughy like pudgy cheeks a lisp he was a little femmy he just – he was fat. He just really, really sucked and made that – I couldn't watch that show. I, was, I would get so annoyed whenever it was on because I really hated Jamie, the brother. He was worse than Vicky, V-I-C-I, voice input child identicant. Oh, wow. I just read that. <laughs> I,
0: <wasn't laughs> I was going to say, say that. that's some serious yeah. recall.
1: OK. Go ahead. I didn't – I I, I want to hear yours, Ed.
0: Well, just just so we we can confirm we're on the same page – my one was Sam McKinney. My two was Jamie from Small Wonder. My three was Jonathan. And my uh, my four was anyone from Growing Pains.
1: Oh, no, yeah. Well, that's kind of a cop-out right Well, there. I,
0: I said you could make you could make a strong one. seed. I had Ben Seaver as the one. I think he, he – his offensive hair and just annoying. I feel like uh, yeah. he, they gave him some old – He had a Dutch boy. Yeah, and they gave – with a mullet. And then he yep. had – he was given a plethora of Borscht Belt comic one-liners. Yes. Yeah, he yes. was—he was like a bad Henny Youngman, and he just sat there and drank chocolate milk at the table and just made like snazzy lines while Mike Seaver and Carol were fighting over something. It was—it was a really terrible show and a show that I probably watched forty or fifty episodes of.
1: Oh yeah, it was on Wednesday nights. I watched it every week. Yeah, and it was terrible. It was awful, really the worst show, and really embarrassing that I thought that a twelve-year-old me or eleven-year-old me thought it was good. Um, if it if it makes you feel better, Ed Ben went on to become a raging alcoholic. <laughs> you know,
0: Dr- and- I'm starting to think dreams do come true because yeah. i wish wished this on Ben and Jamie. Yeah, I'm just I'm starting to feel a little bit uh, scared of my own power.
1: Ben Ben like Ben Siever does like rehab radio commercials oh, no. for like the some kind of rehab where they like give you a shot or something or they do something to like make you not crave alcohol ever again, so he'll he'll probably be back on the juice in no time <laughs> um now, I think we gotta we're running short on time, okay. I think we gotta get because there's a very important Lindsay Lohan has apparently made a list of everyone, everyone famous that she's fucked, well. And it's this has been. You haven't seen this? No. Yeah. Are you kidding? No. I'm
0: serious. So uh, well, it's you been, can, you in, can it's reveal be, it.
1: It's been in the news, and we got to get to it. Uh, so let's let's go to Fancy Sauce right now. Joining us now, everybody's favorite Bachelor correspondent, lifestyle correspondent, pop culture correspondent, our number one. Guest of the show, it's Kate Fancy Sauce. How you doing, Fancy? Well,
2: hello. I'm very well, thanks. How are you doing? I,
1: I, I'm doing well, uh, Kate. I, I was telling before we get to the to the news of the day, Lindsay Lohan's fuck list. So I've been dying to talk about this. Um, you you told me something today that I just cannot believe is possibly true. Not. Everyone knows this, but it's, you know, might be apparent to some people that you grew up on the feral, wild bush island of Australia. Is that true? The island nation of Australia?
2: That is true. I was born and raised in Australia.
1: Yes. And did you not tell me today that at some point you had a baby kangaroo as a pet that you used to put in a diaper?
2: What? I did. I, did. I had my neighbors. Um, I lived in the suburbs, but our neighbors had a farm, and they brought back an orphaned um, baby Rue. a joey, is what they're called. <laughs> joey. Bought a joey home, and I and just kind of let me have it for a while. So it was my it was my pet until she got a little big and unmanageable. And yes, I did used to put a diaper on her, and I would take her to school.
0: How about She's, boxing gloves?
2: If, she was really cute. She was too little to box. Okay. But she used to. I used to hold her, and she's. They like to. They like to kind of like uh, go in the pouch. So obviously there is no pouch. So they'll they'll dive headfirst into your um, shirt or sweater or whatever you're wearing. Really cute.
1: That's pretty cute. It
2: yeah. it
0: makes it 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 kind of sounds like. Did you grow up in the village with that little um, that bar from Crocodile Dundee? <laughs> Where like yes. the guy, the guy pays, the guy pays, <laughs> or people pay him money to punch him in the stomach and see if he can hold the beer on his head.
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: Okay.
2: All right. My dad is actually Crocodile Dundee.
1: All right, Kate, tell us, We no more Bachelor. We, we got to wrap up The Bachelor last week, but I wanted to, I wanted to bring you on, maybe hit some celebrity gossip oh, yeah. and tell us the big story of last week and this week.
2: Five days ago. Yep. March 14th, uh, InTouch magazine, really, you know, one of the more credible news sources out there, broke a story about uh, Lindsay Lohan's supposed sex list, um, which was uh, apparently shocking. I'm not sure why, because I'm looking at all the names on these lists and I'm not shocked by any of them.
1: Right. She's she's banged a lot of dudes. How did they get get the list? Like, what is it?
2: Okay. So, basically, she was on the 30th of January, 2013. She was hanging out with some friends at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Uh, Quote, unquote, they were giggling and talking shit about people in the industry, according to a source who was there, and watched Lindsay jot down name after name. My biggest question is, why did Lindsay have a piece of paper pre-numbered?
1: Uh, people are saying that it's is, a like a scorecard from like a the scat- board game categories. I wouldn't know that because I don't play any type know that of board game.
2: A board game nerd either, but um, no, I'm
1: way too cool for that.
2: I was wondering why she had that. Anyway, there were apparently up to thirty six um, names on this list. However, most of them ha- uh, were blacked out by the magazine. Uh, ran out of room. Well, they didn't want to be liable, I guess. Um, right. Probably, you know, some big name directors and producers, it's been rumored, and maybe some other A-list married stars. Um, So we're all done to find out who the other names were. The biggest names that weren't uh, redacted were, uh, I guess, Joaquin Phoenix and Justin Timberlake.
1: Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix struck me as odd because he doesn't—you don't hear about him really running around slaying it in Hollywood, right? Uh,
2: no, you don't. I know a girl who um, had sex with him who's wow. not famous.
1: <laughs> wow! <laughs> big, big reveal to show. Oh, wow! How how uh, was well, he?
2: Um, she said he was weird. I'm not sure. Not surprising. The sex was because all the pre and post sex stuff was like way more interesting.
0: What kind of heat was he packing? That's all Ed wants to know.
1: Of course. Um,
2: Was he hung? He he was well endowed. Oh Uh Jesus
1: Christ! Do you guys do? Is do women talk about this kind of thing? Yes. Uh, That's why I need every any women in my past that are listening, just. You know, talk it up a little bit, all right? Don't like it wouldn't hurt to maybe say it's a little more happening than it is, okay? <laughs> I Just also for have my a sake.
2: friend who dated Seacrest for a long time, and I don't believe I've ever gotten a straight answer from her about oh. what he's packing.
0: But you know what else <laughs> you know what else isn't straight? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, uh I
1: don't know. Well, this is this is more info than we're expecting to get from Fancy Sauce, but that that's why other shows don't have Fancy Sauce to come on with this kind of inside info. That's yeah, right. I don't like it's it's funny to me like I feel like people want to say she's like a slut or well, look at all those, you know, like she's banged every guy. Yeah, that's, but the thing is
2: she had she's had she's been around for a long time. She's been in the industry for a long time. She's been partying for a long time. Of course, she's going to have a list with at least 36 names on it at some note. Right. Um, And from the story, it says the source also shares with InTouch that Lindsay would pause to think at times as if she had to remind herself of who they were. Well, anyone partying as hard as she did is going to have to, you know, is going to forget or have to sit there and ponder
1: for a while for sure and i mean it's you know people like if this was derek jeter nobody would be like oh man can you it, believe it, derek uh, jeter I mean it's
2: always more sensational when it's a when it's a girl
1: right like derek jeter banged mariah carey which i don't think is much to brag about that she would be kind of like the justin timberlake of his list but i'm looking yeah. at this list now are are we sure all of these people are celebrities
0: well, I haven't heard. I haven't there, heard of a lot of them. Is there somebody but, uh, actually named PC Bita?
2: Yeah, PC is actually an Australian. He's in a, a U.S. transplant from Australia. Or is that Does, an Australian? So. Um, he's just like a young. He's twenty three or twenty four. He's like a, a entrepreneur who owns an art gallery called Prism in. Uh, in LA and he's, you know, he's a, he's a rich kid who's, um you know, bought his way into the art world and he's, probably, you know, he's a, probably he, has he, a
0: couple he, pet kangaroos.
2: Yeah. He, <laughs> he might do.
1: Yeah. Or at least grew up with some. Right. Um, I right.
2: see he's on here, which really disturbs me. He's also from where I, or where I hail from Perth, Western Australia. Okay, And I'm a little sad, saddened. And also he can't defend himself
1: cuz oh heath yeah
2: that might not be true and he's not around to defend himself
1: well, him. that's true he um yeah he but he was he was a guy that was known to party and have a good time and hang out at the chateau Marmont. so it's it's definitely sure. believable same is there with somebody him. somebody named guy guy berryman uh
2: yes guy berryman i had to look him up Let's, too oh guy Kate's, berryman Kate's is, look it up I didn't know this. He's in Coldplay. Yeah.
1: Huh. <laughs> Who would know that?
2: <laughs> Who would know that? Exactly.
1: There's, there's guys in Coldplay?
2: <laughs> right. I was shocked.
1: Um, yeah, uh, that's... Colin
2: Farrell, yeah. also, like, huge boozer. That doesn't shock me at all. Talks World of Aldorama, I feel like will sleep with anyone to get his name, you know, in a tabloid. Um, And the two most embarrassing, Adam Levine, and number one most embarrassing claim is that you slept with Justin Timberlake.
1: Agreed. He is so fucking cheesy. (laughs) Him and the Maroon 5 guy are just so cheesy. Like, I feel like that's not even a conquest.
2: No, not really. I mean, I would definitely have left those two off the list. And oh, yeah. well, this isn't they, a
0: terrible list for her, like 36 guys, a, well,
2: you know, Jamie this guy, Jamie Dornan was, he's been cast in 50 shades of gray. He's about to be, you know, his career is about to blow up big time.
1: And I mean, it's only 36 names. Cause she ran out of room and didn't write down like all the not famous guys that she banged and like oh, yeah. Steve from rehab and, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, Very John who popular. had Coke that one night.
2: Um, I have another story, though. Um, So let's see. Jamie Burke is on her list. He's a model model from the UK, not the retired catcher from the White Sox. Just like to (laughs) get in my sports reference.
1: Wow. Wow. Um, Yeah. Going deep. It is a sports show, after all.
2: Um, I personally saw these two together um, in London going back a few years when they were an item. At a club late at night. I think it was the day that Lindsay got all her jewelry stolen at Heathrow. And she was out drowning her sorrows on a bender. She walked in with Jamie and like a few other people. They went immediately went into the bathroom. So my girlfriend and I followed them and waited outside. Um, There was like one bathroom. It was just like a tiny little club. And after a while, you know, I was banging on the door It was like, because it was was obvious they were in there doing lines of coke. So I'm banging on the door, and finally she comes out and she's all pissed. And she's like, Who was banging? And I was like, It was me. And before you go outside, you might want to wipe the coke off your face because she had it all. Wow. So so I have a personal, like, celebrity antagonist.
1: Yes. Totally. And you you can confirm at least one of Lohan's sexings or, you know, at least proximity. Yeah. Wow. Great. A lot of great celebrity, like good chance we could get sued, but that's okay. Good, good firsthand knowledge from Fancy Sauce today. Just say a legend. I'm not saying
2: the white powder that was on her face was like definitely cocaine. Yes. Clown powder. It, it could have been
1: uh well yeah i guess i guess I
2: mean, I, don't know. I mean is there anything else to talk about with this list i mean i just feel like it was made a big deal of and most of most of it was because you know it, it's a it's a it's a woman it's a woman's list right
1: yeah i i agree like i said if this was Derek jeter like everyone would all be like yeah Right, you know, he's he's got that list good for him. He's a superstar, but because it's a woman it's more salacious. And from my perspective, I feel like this was a strategically planted thing. Like, yeah, it's probably a true list, but it's not an accident that it became available as I think it's been documented that Lindsay has a deal to write a memoir and this is part of the hype for her coming. Doesn't she memoir.
2: have a reality show as well coming out also, on Oprah it's, network? It's out. Oh, it's out already? Yeah, we
1: might have to watch that and, and have – we might have to have fancy watch that for us and, and report back on Lindsay's comings and goings uh, on the Oprah show.
2: I would love nothing more.
1: Outstanding. Um,
2: so, I mean, there was a blind item um, from Molly Lambert's. Column on Grantland. Yeah, um, and I'm just reading from it. Says, sure, there are lots of big names on this actress's list of conquests, but what about the names that are scribbled out? We know who they are, and there definitely appears to be a pattern with them. Here are a few: a famous director who has been known to hook up with actresses. He had a Brett significant Radner. other at the time of their affair. Um, Brett Ratner is so gross. Um, a big-name producer who has financed more than one award-winning film, he had a significant other at the time of their affair. A good-looking actor whose, na- whose films have won major awards, he had a significant other at the time of the affair. And another good-looking actor who is best known for his starring role in a popular film series, he also had a significant other at the time of the affair. So there you go. Lots well, of speculation about who those, uh, who those other people are. Yeah,
1: so she bangs some married guys and married Hollywood guys do that all the time anyways.
2: Right, she'll get Shock. some money. Someone will pay her money to uh, write her memoirs, so that we all get to find out who else she fucked.
1: Yeah, she'll basically. she'll name a few names, but really, should you be? She's like twenty seven. I mean, this is like this: the memoir of who I banged is usually saved for like your late fifties, right?
2: Well, she looks forty seven, so oh, yeah. I feel like she's allowed to write a memoir now.
1: You're you're being, I, you're being kind.
0: I hope in her memoir she reveals why there's somebody named Ryan Rotman who is a celebrity.
1: Who Who is that?
2: (laughs) Uh, I think Brian Rotman is best known for his uh, turn on the 90210 reboot.
1: Oh, I would never have known that.
2: Back in the day, he used to date Britney Snow. Your favorite. I don't even
1: know who Britney Snow is. Oh, I like her. She's in Pitch Perfect.
2: (laughs) Britney Snow is Brian's favorite girl on the movie Pitch Perfect. Oh, yeah, I
1: like her. I've never even heard of the movie Pitch Perfect. Uh, it wouldn't be your thing and it also wouldn't
2: – You don't have little girls, Ed, but if you oh, did, okay. they would know about Pitch Perfect and so would
1: you. It's Ed, it's not something that you should find out about so that you can know what it is and know that I've seen it. But it's something my children watch. My children okay. watch it and I've, I've seen it with them and I, I'm sort of a fan of hers. Um, all right, super dad. Yeah, yeah, I'm a super dad. All right, guys.
2: i like to talk about some other breaking news. Do we have time? Yes. Or are we
1: well, we're getting close. What do you got?
2: Okay, I mean, the other big breaking news is that Courtney Love may have found the missing Malaysian Airlines flight. She did it. Yes,
1: doesn't surprise me. Whenever I, uh, whenever there's big breaking news in the world, missing jetliners, I'm, I always go to my right. number one source for news, Courtney Love.
2: Of course you do. <laughs> she used an image uh, that she got from that. Uh, I guess it's like a crowdsource platform website called Tom Nod, um, which uses crowdsourcing to identify objects and places and satellite images. So she basically like got on Tom Nod, she got this image um, of the ocean. It's just yes, an image of the right. ocean. The ocean. <laughs> the Indian ocean yeah. a- about a mile from where the plane was last supposedly sighted off an Island off of Malaysia. And then she went into, I'm guessing, like, Microsoft Paint, and she drew an arrow pointing to what she identified as an oil slick. And then at the bottom of the picture, another arrow saying plain. And she also signed it CM.
1: Duh.
0: (laughs) I mean. Seems obvious to me. Yeah. Her, Her character in The People versus Larry Flint would probably pull her aside and be like, Baby, you got to get your shit yeah,
1: together. You got, yeah, you got, <laughs> Althea Flint. You got to – hey, how about slowing down on the pills, babe?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Somebody on Twitter was like – replied to her and said, I don't see it. And she's like re- – she writes back, really? Look closer. Check it out. It's like a mile away where they last tracked it. Like she can see the plane clearly under the water.
1: I love how all – there's a- – there's all these governments looking for the this plane, and they didn't think like Courtney Love to just right. use Google Earth,
0: right? No, the the front woman from Hole figured it out. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Maybe, you
2: mean she admits she's no expert on the subject of the missing flight, but you know she really believes in her theory. That
1: that was my favorite part is that she qualified. I'm no expert. It's oh, also
2: my favorite because
1: I, I thought she. I, was convinced that she was in fact an expert
2: Um, who knew
0: knew that she's still accessible by like i I wouldn't have even known that she's online or even exists anymore
1: she's got all that nirvana money so she can she can hang out a while and and pill up and snort up and booze up and she'll be fine for a while
2: she's also always losing (laughs) these um court uh, you know she's always being sued she just had to pay someone she had to pay her lawyer 430 grand
1: for yeah for slandering uh, them them in a tweet
2: uh, by our tweet (laughs) yeah
1: Uh, all right guys Good stuff is always fancy. Uh, we always, That's all I got. yeah. You had a lot of inside inf- information, much more inside information than any of us expected. I think, yeah. Uh, but,
0: impressive, yeah. But
1: very, very, very good stuff. <laughs> stuff that we really enjoyed hearing, and I'm sure our listeners are going to love it even more. Um, until next week, guys. You guys ready to do this again next week?
2: Yeah, let's do it. Sure. Yeah,
1: although it. although we found that. We get more downloads when we don't do a podcast. I, th- I think we'll just do one next week just because they're fun, right? Yeah, Maybe. let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Until next week, for Ed Daily for Fancy Sauce. I'm Brian Beckner. This is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from the We'll see you next week. Adios. Bye.